Hello everyone. Today we are looking at Proverbs chapter 16 verses 21 and 22, which says, The wise of heart is called discerning, and sweetness of speech increases persuasiveness. Good sense is a fountain of life to him who has it, but the instruction of fools is folly. So in verse 21, Solomon tells us about these two good traits that a wise person might learn or gain in his life. And the passage begins with these four words, the wise of heart. And Solomon has been talking about this quite a bit in the last couple chapters, how everything we do in life flows from our heart in some sort or fashion. So so first let's look at what Solomon says. The wise of heart is called discerning. Discernment is using like good tools that help us make good decisions, right? And form trustworthy opinions and beliefs in our life. Uh, seeing the truth, it's the ability to tell the difference between good and bad. Um, for example, we use our five senses, right, to make many decisions in life. I mean, these are good tools that God has given us. With our eyes, we might see a fire on the stove. And with our hand close by, we, we might feel the heat that resonates from that fire. So we use discernment and decide not to put our hand into the flames. On the other hand, you know, bad discernment would be like, Hey, that blue flame is so pretty. I wonder what it feels like. And this is one of the ways our children, I think, learn the basics of good discernment, right? So good discernment is needed in in like every area of our life. I mean, every day from the moment that we wake up, we begin discerning things like, uh, what are we going to eat? Like maybe a donut, a protein shake, cereal. Maybe a full old-fashioned breakfast. Yeah. Maybe no breakfast at all. And our discernment goes deeper than that. We have to decide even what kind of habit or routine. So what kind of commitment are we going to make as we eat breakfast on a daily basis? And, and we develop some kind of uh, habits in these kinds of things. Even how strict we're going to be about those things. And these are just physical examples, but discernment is most important when it comes to spiritual matters, uh, discerning between good and evil. And as we touched on, the heart is connected to all that we do. And going deeper even to the root of the heart, it is connected to the world of the spirit. First uh, Corinthians 2.12 says, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit of who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. So the wise heart overflows out and into all that we do. So like the wind, the invisible Holy Spirit that quickens our heart, I mean, it moves things in the physical world, like our hands and our feet, what we do, where we go, and He changes other people's hearts as well. We see him at work. Um, So good and bad discernment alike, it begins in the heart, right? 
Isaiah 5.20 says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. So these would be people without discerning hearts. And 2 Timothy chapter 3, we see this playing out, beginning with verse 1. But understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. Avoid such people. <laughs> so these are hearts that don't discern between what is good and bad. They love the pleasures and the treasures of the world because God has not quickened their eyes to see Jesus as the greatest treasure in the universe. So in today's two verses, Solomon tells us about the wise of heart. Uh, they are discerning, so they make good judgments about what is right and wrong. They make a good case also about truth with their words. So they are sureers of the truth. Uh, and if we're wise, we have these good tools also that help us. Uh, in the previous devotion, we learned that the wise person ponders the word of God and discovers good. So that's a foundational tool we should always be looking to. And also we have the Holy Spirit to guide us, uh, just as our five senses work together to verify whether what we might smell and feel and taste is actually an accurate representation of what we see. These things all verify one another. So the Holy Spirit guides and verifies what we read and the context, right? And what we feel even, sometimes our feelings betray us, sometimes they match up with God's Word. Another great thing about the Bible, uh, the historical accounts and life stories uh, and the prophets, all the writings written over a large span of time by different authors and in different languages and from different cultures and locations, they also come together to verify one another and what the Holy Spirit is telling us what, and even what we're feeling. So we can trust their words, we can trust the Bible, and we can trust the Holy Spirit to give us discernment about what is good and evil. Even when our conscience is distorted by the world, because we are like being brainwashed on every side in the world, right? But these things can help bring us back in sync with God's standards, so we can be discerning. Verse 22, in closing, it just seems to be like a short summary of the wise in heart uh, in comparison to the foolish in heart. And a wise heart, it gains godly sense with discernment, sweetness of speech, and persuasiveness. But then he bluntly sums up what a fool absorbs in his life, and that is all the instruction he has gained. And, and Solomon simply calls it folly. So let me read verse 22 again, and then I'll pray. Good sense is a fountain of life to him who has it, but the instruction of fools is folly. So Father God, thank you for your word today, Lord. And, uh, 
Please give us discernment between what is right and wrong, good and evil, what is truly a, a treasure for us to, to pursue in life, even your glory, Lord. Please show us more of your glory so that we might not be um, drawn to the glories that the world proclaims and the promises of satisfaction that they give, Lord. Please show us more of your glory, as, as Moses said in Exodus 33. And Lord, please transform us. I mean, as Paul alludes back to Moses, he says in 2 Corinthians 3.18, and we all with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Lord, we need to see more of your beauty and how you're the greatest treasure in the universe every single day, Lord, so that we might be more discerning between your goodness and all that the world throws at us on every side. And then, Lord, just help us to be really good. Make us better and uh, make it a case for your beauty to others, Lord, with sweetness of speech so that they may be persuaded and see the truth of how you are the good news of great joy. We love you so much. Thank you for Jesus. In his name we pray. 